welcome to episode two of season two of Porcupine and Banana. This is Porcupine, not with banana. We are still apart, but we have devised a way to still get content out to you. Last time we spoke was in 2019, around the same time, beginning of the year, contemplating what the year would have for us, next steps in our careers, next steps in our professional lives, as well as our personal lives. We highlighted a few things that were on our agenda, and a lot has happened since. We have not been active on the podcast, but have been on our social media, primarily on Instagram, so you can follow us on Pokepine and Banana a podcast we update some of the podcasts that are inspiring us some that we found interesting uh, content related to episodes that we had in the past as well as just some inspirational stuff that keeps us going and is relevant to the kind of messaging that we are about so go ahead and follow us on instagram and that is at porcupine and banana compliments of the new year on this episode i'm going to cover the process of starting and running a podcast so the aim here is not to kind of give best practice advice because obviously we're still figuring it out but i want to cover the technicalities of the process so over the last six months various people family friends mostly students and young professionals have approached me to know how they can start their own podcast so i'm going to outline the process and hopefully i'll be able to refer everybody who then asked me past this point to this episode and we're going to have this on our social media as well so keep an eye out for that so first uh, myself and banana are podcast fans i personally can say i listen to maybe three or so episodes a day so i usually just pick from my library which ones i'm gonna listen to either based on what has been refreshed and uploaded or what i've bookmarked and i have created my playlist overall by topic so when i began listening to podcasts i was interested in mostly political analysis financial analysis and i literally just went onto my phone into the podcast app and in the search bar just put in words of things i was interested in different podcasts came out and then i picked them either by interest or by the person if i knew the person or by publication if i knew it and then i've kind of built my podcast either by recommended or any that i mentioned within the podcast that i listen to topics that i listen to are varied and they cover just different areas of life because you know we are multifaceted people and all that jazz <laughs> i can tell you that i had actually dismissed podcasts very very beginning like before i started listening because mostly i love radio and their personalities and radio personalities are people that you know i'm familiar with they're part of our cultural fabric they are celebrities in their own right so you know it's not that hard to get with the content maybe sustaining it might be a different story but i can jump on a new show on a particular radio station and so on and so forth but i mean getting onto podcast when i finally gave them a chance i was thoroughly surprised you know what i've come to like more about podcasts more than its radio like qualities um uh, the different thoughts and the different methods of research that go into producing a podcast. So it's, it's a bit more free-formed, the topics are stretched out, the guests might be a bit unconventional, there isn't much of a market that it panders to, and by that I mean in terms of marketing, uh, and not to say it doesn't have a particular audience, and they are so free to pivot. And by that I mean you can go in so many unexpected directions and just offer some wholesome content, hey? just stuff that i enjoy if you haven't picked up on it i did podcast <laughs> i now use them you know as an escape because it is a form of entertainment and media sometimes they are part of my research 
Um, so if I hear about something, I want to learn more about it, I'll look up podcasts about that. Or I'll hear something on there that is so well thought out, I'll then go look up the research that went into the podcast. Sometimes they're a source of news, especially from different continents where I don't really follow the uh, local news sources. And I don't want to get stuck on a TV just watching what gets people out there or reading a newspaper that can be clickbait. I feel that podcasts sometimes give, you know, nice summaries and like I said, have the different approach to how they present their content that I mentioned earlier. They are also, I mean... As with everything else kind of audio based yes the soundtrack to my commute sometimes they are the topic of conversation at lunch they are pretty much everything and i must say just overall i am constantly enriched by the gems that the podcast streets just kind of you know um put out there so i use three podcast apps but not all of them primarily for podcasts so i use anchor which is the one i'm recording on now because it's so helpful in terms of recording managing as well as distributing a podcast it is a world that isn't maybe as mature in south africa and so there isn't much that the large media world can offer in terms of teaching for that for years obviously there have been podcasts on primarily i think on soundcloud from the academic community and a few i've listened to here and there but i've just never really come around to the user interface of the soundcloud platform it's very useful especially i think for indie artists but as a podcast platform i struggle to kind of come around it so anchor has been that for me the next one is spotify which is funny because spotify then acquired anchor which i use for the spotify original podcast series and also for listening so i have premium music option which i use to listen to a lot of music and a specific podcast feature that i use on spotify is sharing the link so i primarily listen to podcasts on the third app which is the apple podcast app but not everybody obviously uses the apple phone so with a spotify link it's regardless of the device that you use or just kind of the device affiliations that you might have so it's an easier sell and an easier kind of social media link to put out there than perhaps the other ones this might be different by country and it might be different depending on kind of the popularity or the market share rather of particular devices but I'm willing to say if you're going to be in South Africa or anywhere else on the African continent, really, a Spotify link is easier to distribute than maybe an Apple link. And primarily, the Apple app is just for podcasts, purely, purely for podcasts. I counted, I think I have subscribed to about 35, which obviously I do trimmings each, I think around every three months. I've mentioned how I do my podcast audit and kind of how I curate that podcast. So it changes over time. Either certain seasons come to an end, certain podcasts come to an end. And new ones come to life the frequency of upload obviously is different so it's not like i have a constant feed of 35 podcasts but i can manage here and there and some podcast episodes i kind of don't really listen to especially for those that are that have a rapid output it might have been a topic i would have heard from another podcast so i won't listen to that particular one and so on and so forth you get the picture so how we came to creating a podcast and i'm just gonna go through the thought process of how we decided what to start our podcast podcast on obviously like i said we were intrigued by the medium right we chose our different platforms and we kind of were consumers first but as it was emerging and as we moved to different parts of the world and you know we connected the way we did there were voices that 
I personally thought we would love to hear and Banana had certain topics that she would have loved to kind of hear more about. Obviously, we're coming into our own as young adults and so we didn't really think of ourselves so much that we would have, you know, groundbreaking ideas that haven't been heard in the world. But there were perspectives and certain voices that were relevant to our immediate community that we weren't necessarily hearing. So we felt, you know, those slightly overlooked. Uh, and sometimes you can hear the same information but from the experience of different people it might make better sense to you or you might just actually get to see the nuance in um, the topic and how it plays out in people's lives so that's kind of where the idea started out for us so we sat through different conversation talking about podcasts decided we wanted to start one and we decided okay we're gonna start with low-hanging fruit what's the easiest thing we can do to set up almost the infrastructure so that then as we grow and as we get to interact with many other podcasters we can actually build from there so we started with something simple an email address so just went onto gmail and secured an email address that way you know with our silly name we could secure that email address and you know you can also maybe start a dummy website address because then you get to just secure your names and just make sure that everything that you're doing is fine there obviously with coming up with your name and starting an email address make sure that the name isn't something that can be confused with you know large corporations or a name that is used by many other different platforms if you can pull it off then sure and if you can differentiate yourself to say we sound like that or, or we sound like something else but we can distinctly stand as something else then sure after we started our email address banana and i just pretty much thought about 30 topics that we could cover we wrote them down and we just played around with that list right to say okay this kind of sounds redundant this is overplayed at least within our community this is the fresh take we can take on that until we had something that we felt was maybe okay halfway decent somewhat decent then we got to scheduling so we scheduled three things time for research time for recording and time for editing so all of that was by topic and we covered all the different elements that we thought would be interesting again for either the audience or the perspectives that we we thought were missing obviously we weren't very effective in following up the recording part of it mostly because you know priorities kind of shifted uh, very quickly after we started our podcast and demographic wise we just wanted to make sure we weren't overstretching ourselves but in the beginning it was important for us to know that we at the time had the capacity to at least follow up on the plan it would have been said to just think of a great idea look at our schedule and realize at the time we weren't even gonna be able to put some time into it so you know we diarized everything just normal google calendar so from gmail to google to pen and paper to google calendar then we reached out to as many indie podcasters and recording studios in cape town because that's where we were at the time and really met with any and everybody who would meet with us for coffee so we would kind of tell them what we wanted to do just let them know that you know we had zero equipment zero editing skills zero kind of marketing skills within this particular industry obviously we had access to phones and youtube and social media but we I just wanted to know what were the key things that one should look at and what really is the essence of this industry. We did not want to take for granted that there are people who have, you know, walked this path and actually can help us just not make a lot of the mistakes that we probably would have made. So till this day, have a journal of what this research tour yielded and it has everything that we needed to implement, all the tips and tricks, just all the different podcasts also obviously within South Africa that were very much like a research documentary based that we should 
should listen to. A lot of them are catered to a very, very niche market, but also that, you know, that was important to us to just kind of know what would be important to know, who would be important to know, and what are the best ways in which we can essentially then take a stake within this market. Obviously, then we downloaded Anchor, set up an account, we filled in our details and then off it went onto the rss feed distributor we didn't have to do much because that process alone if you want to do it on each and every single platform takes a lot and if you don't want to spend a lot of time in the early stages just hitting the wall with the technicalities of it use the tech that is already there that can take care of that for you right so you can focus on being creative on the research and on the conversations okay so then the next part has a lot to do with the tips and tricks that we heard from the research and the people that we spoke to socks i recently mentioned this on a twitter forum so we bought a pair of fuzzy socks and we just put them over the phone speaker because we were gonna record on the speaker because anchor allows you to record on the speaker so we did that because it helps you insulate the sound if you don't necessarily have a soundproof room which we do not have right we didn't have a studio we didn't necessarily want to pay for a studio first but wanted to see kind of the level of quality we can attain just literally in our rooms you can go back to our initial episodes we'll just kind of tell you how that works and how the operation works we then recorded our first podcast Podcast, we put it up, we recorded our podcast, downloaded a free editing software, pretty much just went on Google, downloaded one, and then went on YouTube, researched the basic YouTube editing skills on YouTube for that, and then we uploaded it on Anchor, on the Anchor app. So we were able to kind of do extra tweaks here and there, add in a bit of sound effects, background tracks, and all that kind of stuff. You can link your Anchor page, it's almost like the website for your podcast, onto the different social media pages. That was the benefit of that. And once the first podcast was up, Anchor is made the things happen and then they just over the next two weeks revealed to us that the podcast was then being accepted on the different platforms which is what we wanted to do and so it was almost automatic for us and we were very very grateful for that then the next step and i'm saying all of these almost in this order because this was the chronology of how it happened feel free to pause come back this is going to be a somewhat short episode but kind of makes sense how simple it was for us to get started and then you can reach out to us in terms of content and the you know speakers and ideas about maybe some of the podcast you might want to start just disclaimer and i always have to say this props to banana because she did most of the editing because i I really dislike editing so shout out to her for that then we had to think okay how do we market this so firstly i went onto canva you know i love canva oh i love canva so just c-a-n-v-a dot com and they have different templates that you'd usually use a graphic designer for if you have access to one and you want to use one please do use their services they are still very valuable people who offer a very very valuable craft because it's more than just like something you can slap together there's a story that a trained eye and experience can help you extrapolate so if that's something you would like to do then do that but we used canva just came up with the logo i really had just two designed narrowed it down to one and i play around with a few colors I settled on a few and this literally took an afternoon i think it was a sunday afternoon once i had the logo i uploaded it onto our podcast page and that was that i think maybe two podcasts later we went on this photo shoot at newlands forest and we i think it was actually maybe towards the end of um our time together it was a pretty special time because we're actually hiking and then just finding cool spots to take pictures so yeah i mean shout out to cape town you know for those 
opportunities that are free by the way so most posts obviously that we post on instagram are generated on canva primarily because it allows us to create content specifically for instagram so they have templates on there so i don't have to think you know too long about this as you can see me convenience that's me um like i said our instagram account is porcupine and banana podcast it is an open account feel free to just gonna look at the different topics that we cover on there the different episodes that we've posted and kind of what we have said about the background leading up to that podcast or the reason why we decided to speak about that topic and so on and so we since then also have had a twitter account which we use to interact with other podcasters as well as a pinterest account so we know our audience is very much students and young professionals like i mentioned and those are very pinterest people mostly because they're finding inspirations you know for their new car for their new house that you know office professional wardrobe they want to kind of figure out how to do side hustles and other kind of stuff pinterest is an amazing amazing platform for that and we're almost certain that most people that listen to this have a pinterest account so we have one of our own again it's still just porcupine and banana podcast you will find pretty much inspirations that speak to the different podcasts that we have had it will make total sense we have different boards by finance by housing and buying a house as well as interior design and then we have ones by just kind of professional growth and all that stuff the templates on there original posts that we have pins that we've put from other creators it's a whole vibe man it's a whole vibe again it's porcupine and banana podcast and i think over time as we continue refining our messaging and our image it will become more apparent not just in our content on here but also in our social media presence and best believe we'll still be using canva and anchor for all of that stuff so though our episodes might not be consistent we still listen to podcasts we still discuss podcasts connect with podcasters engage stakeholders about podcasts you get the picture we are very much in the podcast world so you know just in conclusion there is work happening behind the scenes but in the meantime i really hope that this is a useful guide as well as narration to the different tools that we use every single one of them is free accessible by phone and maybe by computer if if you have access to that feel free to reach out to us via our social media platforms again on twitter just look up porcupine and banana podcast pinterest porcupine and banana podcast on instagram porcupine and banana podcast and you can email us actually if you feel you have very specific questions you can email us at porcupineandbanana at gmail.com reach out to us personally that way and we can have a conversation just let us know you're around maybe we can feature you on a podcast we can feature on your podcast as well and well obviously granted that we are in the same location <laughs> but we appreciate all of you um I think we are counting about 14 different countries that you guys listen from. Endless amount of hours that you've listened to. We're going to be featuring more ads. The platform is maturing in South Africa and we're so excited to be collaborating with many people. And we will definitely be building a podcast community in South Africa going forward. Watch this space. We really hope you are having a great start to 2020. And see you on the next episode. This is Porcupine for Porcupine and Banana. Chat later.